Hey, comedian Adam Newman here, letting you know about Pussy Boys, a brand new podcast I co-host with my funny friends where real men talk about their love of cats. So tune into Pussy Boys on the Seltzer Kings Network and like, listen, subscribe, write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. That's Pussy Boys, all Zs. Trust me, you don't want to go where the S's take you. It's gross. To the adventures of Danny and Mike. To my right, Mr. Danny Tamborelli. You're to my left. Okay, so it whatever. makes sense. And to his whatever, Mr. Michael C. Morona. Stuck over here on the end. And my name is Jeremy. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We're so excited. Um, our guest is a critically acclaimed stand-up comedian. She has a new podcast out called The Schaefer Shakedown, which is the trailer is incredible. You should go listen to it. Uh, if you're an OG fan like me, uh, you should, was on Nikki and Sarah Live on MTV and uh, was a big fan then. And she has a new memoir coming out called Grand in August. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sarah Schaefer. Hello. Welcome. 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 Hey. Great, great news. The, the, the memoir was out last August and oh. I need to update something. Update. Update. <laughs> I'll take that right out. <laughs> you have so much stuff. I, I, I was looking at the website and it's just so, you so busy. You, you just, yeah. Well, when you, when you spread that out over 20 years, well, we have that problem as well. periods of rest. <laughs> Michael, Michael and I know it all too well. Fallow, yeah. fallow times. There have been fallow times. It's true. I mean, true. most people on the internet think they're both dead. So it's like bonus to even be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, beyond the grave. Yes, yeah. But thank you so much for hanging, and um, I've been a fan for a while. You know, watched your stuff, and I think we're friends through Edmund Hawkins, who uh, Mm. is a gentle soul and a beautiful human being. He really is. And uh, and both you and Michael are are Twitter trailblazers, and and I I respect and admire both of you for that. Yeah, I'm a Twitter trailblazer. Always one step ahead, you know. I barely <laughs> use it anymore. Everybody else get on board. They expect, so they expect you, right? They expect so you, does, but to not expect you. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? You means that you, you guys were on earlier than everybody else? Maybe. Or you? Uh, yeah, maybe you guys were on for. No, I meant mostly like you guys are still like. You sh- you guys are shooting it. And so trailblazing was the wrong word. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just. I don't know, think that I, was correct. <laughs> no, I'm not trailblazing, but you know, I, I meant like you're blazing people up. You know, I just like I like that you don't give a shit about uh, other people's reactions, and you you speak propriety and truths, and 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 it's, I do ref- and it's refreshing I, as hell. Is what I I'm do saying. that a lot less now uh, because I I got harassed too much and uh, needed to put pause on. Uh, Things that I knew, you, you kind of, I got kind of got like, I figured out what certain topics, whenever I would talk about them, what would bring the worst harassment. Sadly, it's comedy. 
the thing that I do for a living. Yeah. Whenever I express opinions about comedy is when I got the worst um, stuff. Mm. So I just kind of stopped engaging in that. But I'll talk about other things. I just Mm. certain things I'm like, it's not worth the the same old merry-go-round. Yeah. And like people, you know, being so mean and um, and I'm not changing any anybody's minds really on Twitter. Um, it's part of why I started my new podcast is because I did want to talk shit about comedy, but I wanted to do it in a way that was a little more like human structured for, for those who haven't yeah. heard the, the teaser, you should go listen, but it's, it's for my girlfriend and I just laughed our asses off because it's like, you're a monster truck, uh, announcer <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love it and I love the idea and I can't wait to hear it. But, uh, yeah, so you should go listen to that. Yeah. But. It's going to be real edgy. Yeah. But uh, so you you lived here for a long time, right? When when I didn't yeah. realize you moved to and by LA. here, he means our basement studio, our, our yeah. beloved Brooklyn. New York, <laughs> Thank yes. you for letting me out finally. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the chain 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 and cuff marks are finally going away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can lift my arms now. Right. Yeah. Um, saw saw pe- people who were, worked on Saw sequels and how and how they've gotten by after that. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I moved to New York in um. October 2001, which was a weird time to move to New York. Um, bit, a little bit. That's when I was moving out of New York. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was already planning on coming and then um, shit hit the fan and people were like, you're not going to New York, are you? And I was like, well, they've already attacked New York. So <laughs> yeah, probably do the math. There. It's yeah. probably fine. Yeah. Probably so you fine. better watch your back, Detroit. You better watch your back. Yeah. So I went to New York in 2001 and then was there until 2014. I guess I didn't realize, but, and now you're out in this, it's, I just bring it up because the last four guests have been California folk. And, uh, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I guess since the pandemic hit, it's, this is just the, so easy to get people to just pop in. So thank you. But, uh, but yeah, we love it and we miss it. Yeah. I'm, um, LA at first felt, you know, because I know in New York it, and when the pandemic hit was so I, I was like, oh, my God, I can't imagine or I was imagining still living there. And I, you know, talking to my friends that live there I was like, gosh, that is so much more stressful than what I was experiencing, I think, because we had like, you know, you, you at least had more outdoor space. Most people don't live in uh, most people I know at least didn't live in like high rise apartments where you're mm-hmm. sharing elevators and things like that. Um, whereas here just things were a little more spread out, but then we had our kind of surge in the fall leading into January and February and it was really bad here. And we, we were like, we're not going anywhere. We, we were kind of feeling comfortable just to like run into the grocery store here and there. But by that time we were like, we're not going in. I know a guy who got it from like going to guitar center. And he had a mask oh. on because oh, it was gosh. like so contagious. <clears throat> and they were saying basically in L.A. at some point they were like, you need to assume that every person you encounter has it. Because oh. it was I feel that like living, many. I feel like living in yeah. L.A., you trade you trade the the stress of New York for the overlay of like at any time there could be an earthquake that shifts everything <laughs> sideways. You know what I mean? You had yeah. that you had that hanging over you the whole time. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be you're not necessarily gonna be stabbed, you know what I mean? Or 
we're mugged right away, even though there's you know crime everywhere, all over the world. It's not, yeah. it's not you know, it's not one way or another. But I, I feel like in LA, you have that extra like you get you you deserve it, whatever, because you have this extra stress level. You should you should be relaxed. <laughs> well, I felt like after living in New York for so long, I was like, I need a fucking break. I need a. Uh space and and laundry in my apartment and you know mm. things you don't realize like if and unless you grew up in new york which in, in which case everything in new york is normal to you but if you didn't grow up in new york, in new york and then you moved there you're you become sort of worn down and accustomed to certain ways of living that when you leave you look back and you're like why did i tolerate <laughs> that for so long yeah. <laughs> but I, I when I go back to New York now, I'm like overwhelmed with nostalgia and just like the the experiences I had there. So much life was lived, and every block has some memory that's so almost so overwhelming. Like it's almost like I get really tired after four or five days in New York now because I'm just experiencing memory so much mm -hmm. and like going mm -hmm. around and uh, and then I want to come home. To my safe little. <laughs> this was fun. This is that's how I feel about Las so Vegas. That's a good, so that's a good. So that's a good duration. Days, get out. Don't worry yeah. about it. That's a good duration of stay. Yeah. Mm, mm. As I, I didn't hear sirens in the background. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're coming. I live off the parkway. Yeah. Uh, we get helicopters. <clears throat> there is a oh. a lot of helicopter action. Yeah, you've <laughs> traded. Yeah, you've traded golf yeah. cars for helicopters. <laughs> Where like your house is shaking and you're like, oh, what is it? <laughs> is traffic. it a car chase? Yeah, yeah traffic it's or car chase. Mostly a car chase. Mm. There are so many car chases in LA. It's unreal. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I uh, my my big thing about well, the thing about the stick in my head right now about L.A. is that I've been watching a lot of Scientology documentaries. <laughs> and uh, so I always have to ask about that because it's so prevalent out there and it's and they're buying up all the fucking land. Um, I just you know, so I don't know. It's just you a weird question. Gonna go farming it, Jeremy. No, I think they're going to create brainwashing stations and whatever they do. <laughs> oh, they have build on it. OK, <laughs> they do. Um, it's like a hand wash station, but but. Right. Brain. Instead, yeah. it's a building well, that you go into and give up your life. Um. Right. Well, <laughs> right. It's like why? That's why they did all the you know the outdoor COVID testing like that. So they're just getting it's all funded by Scientology, <laughs> and, and it's the whole thing is just like now we've created the infrastructure and we know how to do it. Yeah, no, there's, yeah. Let me stick this up your nose real quick. Here, look in this light. Bam! Now you're a Scientologist. Yeah. Since I moved here, this big Scientology like media center studios um fancy like production yeah, studios on, oh, yeah. on sunset right yeah Isn't like it? popped yeah. up and it was like what <laughs> like mm. um some of their buildings are kind of imposing and frightening <laughs> when you like you come around a corner you're like oh <laughs> there it uh, is among, among the general architecture <laughs> yeah. of sunset boulevard yeah, like in Silver Lake, there's a, a you know in Los Feliz, there's a few buildings, and you know one is this really tall blue thing that's very frightening. You know, you just come around a corner and you're like, that is what's happening in there. And in one of the Scientology documentaries, I can't remember which one, there was a side story about a woman who had, um, you know, 
been like taken into this blue building and they kept showing the outside of it. And so now every time I look, I'm like, there's a woman in there. She's trapped. Let her out. Um, The guy who did all the architecture for Scientology, uh, he's uh, was a consultant on the Handmaid's Tale for all of their buildings. You know what? Wait, are you for real? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, that's how I... Because <laughs> you know Elizabeth Moss is a Scientologist. Oh. Uh, the main star. Well, at least as far as I know, she was. I don't know if she currently still is, but you never know. Um, well, I wish I, I had a better poker face to be like, yeah, 100%. That's crazy. You want to go deep on Scientology. There's this one video on YouTube that John Hodgman showed me. And it's like 30 minutes and it's a, like a sort of infomercial kind of introductory video into okay. one of their Flagler, you know, like one of their buildings, uh, communities in Florida. Oh, yeah. The- and it's talking about like what happens when you go there. And, it, and it, the language is so they're using all these terms that you don't even know what they mean. They're like, when you're moving up the ladder at Flagler, you're going to find, you know, like and. <sighs> It's and we're gonna take the crystal bridge and then you're, you're going gonna, into space. Basically, <laughs> you're going into space. And yeah. they're showing, and the graphics are really, and all the people like you know, it's like just like blink twice if you need help, kind of <laughs> stuff. Um, and it is. I started watching it, and I was like, we were at a party, like a small house party, and he turned it on, and everyone like you know, you could barely get a word in because people were commenting on every single thing they were seeing. But then later I went back and like watched it by myself so I could hear everything mm. and study it because it was so surreal. And that's the quality they're making in L.A. now. <laughs> they have a whole studio yeah, for I, it. Yeah, right. That's there is a, also a certain nostalgia to it because it had like an early 2000s vibe, mm-hmm. late 90s vibe mm-hmm. to it in the quality. I you're trying to say I can't hardly wait vibe. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. There's a wow. That was used to be one of my favorite movies for the record. I mean, maybe what I happened, still Jeremy? I what love happened? it. It's you a great movie, what top happened? to bottom. Top to bottom. It's a and, great team movie. I don't know. You maybe can walk I, around with ski goggles on your forehead, and there's no snow around. Right. You've made it. Yes, you've so, made it. <laughs> if you're the people making out in the bathroom at the party, my um, you made it. My like uh, <laughs> my, my Halloween costume this past year was hastily thrown together at the last second. I think I texted you guys uh, some pictures. Oh, there's the ice. Oh, it's summertime. Uh, and it it consisted of a Mets jersey and some goggles. And I think I was a fish of some kind because I was wearing camouflage tights. So I I think I was a fish from. <laughs> from the waist down but they lift these awful uh forehead hickeys and i have a lot of uh real estate up here to work with for <laughs> for the god go- but for wait the you still haven't revealed what you yeah, were yeah i i can't i may it w- i had a funny pun at the time it was like a pun on the new ownership steve cohen had just moved in and bought the the mets like oh so it was like an inside second joke. yeah big, it was exactly big, big, oh, I'll big never fish, get it. Big fish mm-hmm. small pond no, no, so now, no. It was like it was like just working with something here. I don't know. Nope. It was some kind of it was some kind of dumb fish. It was some kind of dumb fish name. Mm. I I might have it in the te- in the group text. Should have done the Seth Green can't hardly wait. I mean, it sounds like you had the pieces there. Oh, Missed an didn't opportunity. I get, yeah. Yeah. 
But anyway. Wow. Anywho. Wow. Wow. Uh, that threw me off. Sorry. Yeah. Bangs. Yeah. So on, on the subject hey, of bangs. Anyway, I, uh, what's your Halloween costume? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to go for Halloween this year, Mike? Oh, gosh. There's a no, lot, of, there's a lot of time. Start planning now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, make sure I like you let Sarah group, know, too. I like doing a group costume with my son. That was fun. Uh, but he kind of like threw me off this year and I couldn't I couldn't get into. He was a purple sandcastle cup, which is like something that he uses to make sandcastles at the beach with. So it's just like a purple cup. So <laughs> I didn't have much to work with. How there. old is he? Uh, four and a half. Okay. <laughs> like he's 24. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's this not is too actually, early. A, it was a big it's, red solo cup and he just. It's really not too early to ask him what he wants to be for Halloween this year, but I have a feeling it might be one of his, uh, his animation faves and that in itself produces a few challenges mm-hmm. that calls, that calls for some serious challenges. Actually, it's some like daddy bringing cardboard home from work. Yeah. I mean, I believe in you. Thank you. I I I'll make sure, I'll with, make sure to over order tape. I always come up with like a really brilliant Halloween costume in like August and then I don't write it down and I mm. can't remember. And I forget completely oh, and I'm yeah. too lazy to like figure it out. I rarely mm. have had really, really great Halloween costumes. Mm. I'm always so psyched Idea. about Ideas. it. And then I never dress <laughs> up and I never do Ideas. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I have great ideas. Let's make it. Let's make it different this year, Jeremy. Let's do yeah. it. Let's make a. Let's make a pact. Six months Halloween from now, party. let's have rocking. Let's have rocking Halloween costumes. Right. Well, well, I'll do what I I do every year, and I put on uh I put on Adidas sweatpants, and I put on a, a zip up that's the same. It's matching, and I can either be like tracksuit. Uh, I could be yeah, it's a tracksuit exactly. Yeah. Look, I'm running on three and a half hours of sleep, man. My son is waking up at midnight and sleeping in bed with us till six a.m. I'm not. I'm not here for this. Oh, I got He's you. He's living the high life. My I got brain, you. My brain is trying. I'm trying so. He's living the high life. <laughs> it's you not talk- fair. Yeah. You give him an inch and he takes a mile. That's wow. what I'm learning. These damn kids. <clears throat> you also uh, have a painful liver today. Apparently, is what you told me. So that's that's a whole other thing. That's you know stacking up against you. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I also we got we got one of those water rowers. Have you ever seen those? with the actual water inside. No, it sounds know. like fun. Yeah, well, you know, we spent some of that stimulus money to, to do something healthy, and I, I might have, like, pulled a muscle up here, that, or I'm, it's my liver. I don't Wait, know. break this down. What is that? What What is it? Is it it's in a, your bathtub? It's, like it's a rower. No, it's, it's a rowing bathtub. machine, but it uses water. <laughs> that would to, be, that, yeah. To create like water a big, to make like a big tub. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, like, yeah, there's a wheel in there, and so you get the water resistance. And it's actually... Like it's it it makes me zend out because that sound when yes. you get into like the actual like rhythm of it like you zone out and like thirty it, minutes go by and I just did five k and I'm like you're oh, teaching right. um you're teaching Alfie about like ancient machines at the same time no, I, I, I I've never, I've never seen down. one I imagine that it has those like scoops like a paddle wheel that uh, just keep like scooping up the water no, is it not I, like that will, it's not like that. I w- no, it is. It's exactly like that, but it's sideways. It goes okay. it goes sideways. But I haven't put it down in front of the kid because I don't want him to go nuts over it. This is something you get inside of? It's like a law. Lo- it's called water rower, if you'd like uh, to. Is it's it a, like brand, a, a brand that we rower? don't need. 
but it has it's like it's like a stationary a it's a stationary yeah. rower but instead of just having like tension oh, okay. that you use there's an actual like tub that you fill with water that creates natural resistance and it makes this sound <laughs> you can give birth look, at the same time that's why it's natural look, the last time I spent over a thousand dollars on a product, it was a guitar. Oh okay, like I paid twelve hundred dollars for this one. It wasn't a Peloton. Yeah, I see no, one. those are like three grand. Peloton I see one does make a rower. They do. They do make a rower. They, Surprised they're not in every space now. They're going to move I haven't, into I haven't old-fashioned out. laundry machines. So you crank crankers. <laughs> Apparently, it's on sale at the MoMA Design Store. I don't know why they sell it, but oh, yes, I, I saw that. Yes, the yeah, that's round cool. exactly has it. water in it. Yeah, uh, yes. that's cool. yeah, that's awesome. It's, it's very, it's very cool. I actually, dude, we've been watching this show on Netflix called uh, Ten Percent or Call My Agent. I guess is the American version of French show oh, yeah. about agents in France and their whole movie and TV industry and it's really fun to watch and I'm not like the best uh, uh, foreign TV watcher because the subtitles get me and I'm usually eating so I'm looking yeah, at you and like trying to read. Like the rowing machine? No, but there was a scene <laughs> there was a scene where this agent was in with this hotshot director and they were like having a, an argument while he's rowing on the same thing that we have and I'm like, alright, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little okay. Yeah. Do you feel yeah, like you're I'm, using it enough to justify the purchase? Because all right, we bought well, a treadmill it, and it's like it a two rack. weeks. We've yeah. had it for two weeks, and I've used it every day until it broke on Tuesday. I think we could take <laughs> it 12, to Comic Con. The twelve hundred, the twelve hundred dollar piece of equipment broke. The seat, I think we like, could. I think we could bronze it and take it to Comic Cons and take it to Steampunk Alley. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a one of a kind ass suite. Uh, uh, one seat. of a kind. What's that? Yeah, because suite? it's broken now. I don't. I can throw it out, but now I'll just sign it with some gray sharpie marker and put it on. You know, no, eBay no, no. for Let's, fix, let's fix it and then row for charity at a. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm getting. I'm getting a new one. I'm getting a new one. Sarah needs to get a new Zoom too because that you've only had it for a couple of weeks. I only have mine for a couple of weeks. They already sent stuff to me. Mm. So, there you go. We can, we can, if you need me to handle it, I'm the one that handles all the customer service stuff in the, in the family. No, nobody else wants to ever use the phone to talk to another human being about getting anything except for me. <laughs> so I can get you whatever you want. My mom calls me, my mother-in-law calls me to do stuff and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I have no backbone. No, you have no, you, you don't have a day job. That's why they think they assume <laughs> that you're. They assume that you're uh, liquid. You're. You are their fiver. You're their fiver. Are you? My wife, my wife works nine to five, and I'm a fucking dad. You're a dad all day long. You're yeah, a that's dad. a job. You're it a, is a job. job. It is a job. I I feel like in my life I've become for many people. And I guess I should take it as a compliment, but it is really annoying um, that I'm Google. <laughs> you know they're like hey i'm working on this thing do you think that blah 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 is a you know like some ingredient is um an allergen or you know just asking me things <laughs> and i'm like i don't know and you could have googled that in the whole time that it took for us to go through this <laughs> I, I see that all the time. I have, there's a local, my, my hometown is like a thousand people or 1200 people. It's very small in Ohio. And they, you'll see people post like 
how do I Google, you know, the same exact thing, basically, where it's like they could have spent the time instead of posting, just searching for it. But if you just copy and pasted what you were looking for into Google in the first place. Exactly. But maybe. Well, yeah. so here there is. I, I'm in a um, I'm a, I'm really into miniatures and dollhouses and I build I build stuff and um, I'm kind of new to some of the more advanced stuff with it. and. Um, I'm in like eight different dollhouse Facebook groups. The only reason I use Facebook. Wow. And dollhouse like? people tend to it's gather commitment. on Facebook, you know, not on other platforms. Um, I feel like we just figured out your next podcast, dollhouse people. Um, yeah. And um, in there, I will go to them. I'll Google something, but when I'm overwhelmed by the either the choices or just not getting what I need, I'll go to the Facebook group and say, does anyone have a method for making this type of thing miniature or whatever? Mm. And that can be um, very helpful. Spawns threads. Yeah, you're going straight to the real experts instead of like, you know, because some stuff when you Google it, they don't know that you're talking about dollhouses you know so you're getting all full-sized advice <laughs> well best buy has the vcr no, you need uh, to go get some of that mdf yeah, yeah. MDF. no some, way no way that's challenges. toxic even if you even if you cut it with a little uh saw that's still toxic <laughs> what got you started into that sarah is that, um, was that well, a I pandemic thing or have you been doing it i've got one right here i've got miniatures in every little area of the it's a miniature dollhouse. Okay. Whoa. Um, hey, small dollhouse. Um, I've been collecting miniatures since I was a kid. And like not just dollhouse stuff, but like little figurines and things. And I have little shelves that I would put stuff on. And then I had a dollhouse when I was young. Um, and then uh, I've just done things with the miniatures sometimes. Like I did like a little series on my Instagram with the miniatures. and. Then it kind of graduated to during the pandemic this past fall, um, I moved to a new neighborhood in LA and I have at my new place, I have access to like a garage and a lot of like tools and space. And I've had my do my childhood dollhouse, carried it with me everywhere I've moved over the years. And it's it was huge. And mm -hmm. I finally fixed it up, renovated it. And then I donated it to somebody. But um, once I got into that, I was like addicted. I've never had, I mean, I've always been into crafts and things, but nothing activates every single part of my brain the way that that does. You know, it's like, it's, I, I'm addicted to it fully yeah. now. I have like two projects going. I'm, <laughs> I'm like obsessed. It's very cool. It's very cool that you were able to pass on your the thing that reactivated it for you too, your childhood, you know, yeah. like a like an air not an heirloom, but something yeah. that's uh, you know emotionally significant to you like that. And yeah, then, I mean, uh, I keep it going. I don't have my own children, and um, I just felt like that dollhouse would make a little girl very happy. So through some help, um, I found a family in um, in L.A. that. You know, they, they, it was, it was actually kind of challenging because some people, you want to help someone in need, but you also need someone with stable housing because 
Um, my, my sister works with peer people who are experiencing homelessness. And she was saying, like, if you give the house to a girl who or a ch- or any child who or family, it's going to be so, it's going to be one of the first things to go when when they yeah, get displaced. And that, and that you can traumatize children unintentionally by, like, giving them yeah. something. And it doesn't mean like that it sucks because it's like they deserve an elaborate dollhouse just as mm. much as anybody else. Um, but so we, had, we found a family that was like, I felt really, um, you know, uh, just the perfect candidate, you know, uh, she was the age that I was mm. when I got my dollhouse and her mom, I believe, um, during non pandemic times would run a small daycare out of their home as well. And so I was like, Heck All yeah. right, so you know, in the future there will be other children who can come and play with this, and you know, I gave it to him, and I was like, "You don't have to be careful with it. You don't. You can try. It's yours now. Play with it." <laughs> like, you know, people are like, but a lot of people. Ha- I was because I was posting online, like trying to find the right family and organization to work with or whatever, and a lot of people had a lot of opinions about who I should give it to, and they were like, "Kids are going to destroy it," and it's like. Like, I don't care. Like, I, Mm. it was given to me when I was eight and I didn't destroy it. I mean, yeah, I broke pieces of furniture, but I repaired them as an adult. Like, it was precious to me. Like, I don't know what, (laughs) you know, so it was very fulfilling. And now I'm, now I'm deep. Now I'm so deep. Mm. It's beyond, it's crazy the amount of. If you uh, if you like to go deep on dollhouses, let us know at three four seven four seven zero eight one five zero. The Danny Mike the Danny Mike hotline. Uh, if you miss hobby temporarily shops, temporarily be turned yeah. over to miniature housing. That's what Sarah, I, I have. I have one. I have hmm. one question. Yes, about about giving it away because it is such like a, a personal thing to you. Were you also looking to see if that person will be the person that when you die and ultimately your spirit is connected to that piece that you could be cool with like hang haunting, out like, haunting. no He's not haunting. haunting no not haunting no 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 yeah. spiritually <laughs> spiritual playing it's not it's it's you know unless you I unless mean, the kid was a shit it, and broke stuff we call that the beetle juice conundrum yeah yeah it's i have had a couple conundrum. of dreams um that i'm in my dollhouse um really? Like that, I'm my I'm doll sized in the dollhouse, but mainly I have dreams that I'm full sized working on a dollhouse. So my I feel like your dreams might be a clue to mm. where your spirit would go. So it's unclear. <laughs> what I'm sometimes to, I'm in it, sometimes I'm out. Well, that's good. That's signs, the best of both worlds. Yeah. You can flip maybe. through, pop, come down when you want to. You know, one you're of not the, fully attached. But yeah, one of the um uh projects i'm working on now is a from a kit which means you get all the pieces of wood for the shell of the house but that's it you don't even get windows or doors like you do everything else the siding everything but you just get the shell and i'm building that and customizing it and i'm trying to create like my dream cottage Mm. you know and that might that's where i'll go when i'm dead is it that's your yeah yeah the dollhouse from when i was little was like kind of not my style as an adult so i you know this is going to be 100 percent my dream and uh 
it's going to have electricity. Like it's really, I'm going Podcast really, really Oh far. yeah. You got to electrify it. You got to electrify yeah, it. If yeah. you're serious. Uh, I get it. Some people Mike, do plumbing. Mike works in electric, so he can help. Uh, some people do plumbing. It's really, I think it, really? yeah. I, I, you just blew Jeremy's mind, really? old man. You can do like basic things where I think you could turn on a sink and a little bit of water comes out. Uh, okay. It's like a limited right. amount. Like, I think, like, um, you, I think most people, Legos, yeah. Legos are getting up to the part where they can just like chew food now. <laughs> they have make a mouth that actually chews food. Oh, you know what? Yeah. That's actually great. Those, those little Lego pieces have those like long connectors that are hollow. Yeah. That looks like oh, just I, the right size for like an actual... Yeah, a little pipe. Look at that. I remember as a kid, I was psyched that the train, you could just put a little 10 and one oil in and it would smoke. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I guess you could do, do to a chimney. places like where they can put Ugh. incense into the fireplace and smoke Amazing. comes out the top of the house. I've, I've been thinking well, about cool. something like that. I do miss, I miss hobby shops. We <laughs> like that. I would go, I mean, that was our thing. Like we would go get model rocket building supplies because I was, I loved model rockets. Uh, and I used to get them for every niece and nephew, and then they were just like, "What the fuck is this? I want an iPad." But like, uh, <laughs> but it's such a thin line. Yeah, yeah. But I love it. I love going in the hobby shop. It smells like Tester's glue everywhere, and like yeah. you, know, you have, yeah, it's just great. Who? I'm sorry. Who's glue? Tester's. Tester's is the Who, model glue Tester? company. Who's Tester's? I don't know. They make paint for models. Yeah, and glue that we used to sniff. Um, those rockets they flew the, re oh. the, re the yeah. real reason your dad was taking you to the hobby shop yeah right you want to show anyone he was sniffing glue and just walk around uh, just need while. five I'll be in the bathroom five <laughs> uh, somebody get this yeah, tube of uh, yeah Sarah there's a uh, there's a dollhouse at my parent at my uh, uh, my wife's parents house that's my wife that she's had forever and ever and they have these little tiny you know there's miniature stuff in there and whenever we leave there i do dirty things to the, the little miniatures that are in there and i leave them on the bed yeah, for her mom i call i call i call it my tab i call it my tableau yeah uh, that's what so growing up my sister and i <laughs> you know why not my uh -oh. sister and i had um she had a dollhouse too we were very lucky. We were very fortunate in our early years. Um, read my book if you want to find out what happened. It all went to shit. Um, <laughs> that came out last August. Sorry. Uh, in our early years, um, we both had dollhouses, and we would like we called it. Do you want to play tableau? And we called it tableau. And really, we, and, that's cool. Very, and we would very both smart. make as funny of a scene as we possibly could in each in the dollhouses using the things we had and like the scenes we would make were really silly like i mean we were little kids so it was like the humor was grandpa's in the bathroom and the rest of the family is dead outside of the door <laughs> 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 and then That's there amazing. was like an explosion like things have <laughs> been scattered like you know we we've that's still funny. Yeah, it's part of why I think I like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like dollhouses because it's storytelling essentially, and like you know, you tell a story with the scenes that you make. And um, I have a couple things in the works that will hopefully expand my world of dollhouses to like a bigger audience, but we'll see. We'll see. How about uh, the movie Hereditary? Did you watch that? Obsessed. Okay, so <gasps> horror, That's the horror is my favorite genre. And I 
love that filmmaker. And so mm-hmm. when, um, when, her, when I saw the trailer for Hereditary, I was like, ooh, this is going to be one that I love. I can tell. It's scary. It looks mm-hmm. scary. It's great actors. I love the look of it. Let's go. So we go to the movie theater to see it. And the opening scene, to my surprise, in- includes dollhouses. And I am, Scott, my husband was like, looked over and he said my face was like glowing with delight. And I was like, oh, and it was really like if a a scary movie isn't very scary i get like pissed like i Mm. want it to be terror i want it to traumatize me like i want it to be really scary (laughs) i demand i demand (laughs) yeah like that movie had it all it was so fucking good i'm gonna screen share this but i was looking for a, a clip of the movie but they also somebody apparently makes uh Horror dollhouses, which is a fucking great idea. Yeah, so whole, that's the that's Amityville whole house. Yeah, that's the Amityville horror house. Yeah, that's oh, oh, that's phenomenal. Uh, I mean, it, the dollhouse world is really—it's <clears throat> kind of like an unspoken fandom. Some people call them miniacs, but like, and it's you know, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's animated, funny, like yeah. some of the groups I'm in on Facebook. You know, there I can see the rivalries rising like some people will go you know anybody can stage a dollhouse but not everybody can build miniatures you know like they start getting snobby like so there's a lot of like snobbery about like oh i built every single thing in here that you see versus i just bought them right online you could organize you could organize a union based on that i think i know distinction (laughs) (laughs) but my my thing is the test is if i take a picture of a room I've been working on and I post it or send it to someone and they can't tell it's miniature, that's when you've won. Oh. That is when you have achieved. That's peak dollhouse. Yeah. 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 Very cool. There's certain, there's certain giveaways like fabric is usually like a big giveaway in scale, like curtains and sheets because fabric in miniature does not behave. You know, you're using like life-size fabric. Mm-hmm on a bed it's not going to look you know it's just really easy to screw that up and it's also why i don't like using dolls or anything because the dolls give it away you know right right so oh so now oh as opposed to really small humans what do you mean i it's really hard to find uh six inch humans but (laughs) (laughs) oh we got some yeah i'm in one group it's very secret. <laughs> you might want to check the group just to make sure it is about dollhouses. You know what I mean? Like, you just never know what you stumble into. Why does the back end of this say dot .gov? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, Why do I but, keep getting contacted by Q? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Q is exactly. a six-inch human being. <clears throat> no, but, but why um, you just uh, – I just spaced. But you – basically the um, – what did you just say? I'm sorry, I'm spacing out about a little bit. dolls. <laughs> I don't like about, you're talking. You got it. I don't love using dolls in my right. dollhouse stuff. I, I mean, there there's some really good ones that people will make. Some very uh-huh. now nowadays, like there's a whole world of dolls. I mean, in my mind, action figure because my husband is really into collecting and he does action figures of different sizes and stuff. And um, he, uh. You know, some of the newer action figures are so realistic looking. Like, Mm. they get the face 
they get it right. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it looks like a, a a very realistic portrayal of a, a person of an Asian Scarlett Johansson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it just goes to show you she's an inc- she's the most gifted actor of our Fluid, time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> truly, truly prote- protean. Yeah. Truly protean. No, I just wonder uh, since Danny was the, using his for, you know, creating scenes of uh, sexual havoc, I just, I just thought maybe you, yeah. you know. As you said you did it as a kid. I, just, I guess you just do empty houses then now. Because you yeah, can do no, stuff I, in them. I, I it's will, just a, Yeah, I, I you can use dolls for stuff. Like I, I have some idea. Like I when I when I finished my childhood dollhouse, the renovation, I did a live tour mm-hmm. of it. Um and I raised money for a couple of different orgs and um I had a doll that I would like put on camera and be mm-hmm. like, you know, pretending to be the woman who owned the house and right. stuff. And that was really fun. So I'm, I'm thinking about doing, I have a little secret project on the side right now that might involve I, some dolls. I hope it involves a, a custom Sarah action figure, six inch action right. figure. Right. I would, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just saying. Whoever they make makes them. those, I know they're expensive. <laughs> yeah. But, if you Our, do custom action figure fabrication, let us know at 347 470 with the N spelled out. With the N spelled out. But how do I need it in, in 112 scale? Oh, one twelve. Like a six inch figure. That's mm. kind of the, wor- the world we're working in here. So, what are the. What are the uh, what are the Facebook uh, chat? What's the Facebook chatter on using 3D printers? Is that a oh, no-no? People love them. Mm. Oh, they do. People, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, a lot of interesting. people have them. Okay. Um, they oh, love- of course, it's better than paying like five dollars for a fork. No, but isn't that like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mean, like if if like there's like the old school of people like actually creating these tiny things and yeah, and then no. having the schematics to put into a computer to get your what you're yeah, looking for quickly. Yeah, I mean, I quickly. think part of it is different things are suited better for a 3D printer. So, like, from... And I'm very new to the... Even the concept of 3D printing sort of makes me feel sick to my stomach, but um, thinking about it, because it's so confusing to me, but um, it... Some things, like food... You know, I'm starting to learn how to make miniature food and it's like a lot of it is clay that then is baked, but that there's so many little ways that you can make something look realistic and give it texture and stuff like that. And those are like details that I'm not 100% sure that 3D printers can do as well. Mm. But certain things I think people have found, I mean, one, my, my big want right now, my big wish list is a mini table saw. Ooh. Which is not, it's not dollhouse size. It's like, it's like about, you know, this big, but it's right. perfect for um, cutting small pieces of wood perfectly straight. So that if you're making furniture, it's really, really handy to have. I feel like the Dremel would be the t- tool of choice yeah. for dollhouse building. You, you got to get I mean? a Dremel. Got to get like, sponsored. I've been looking into Dremels and tiny table saws. Yeah. <laughs> Hell I think, yeah. I think yeah. a Dremel and a clamp to hold it there would do the, right. would do the job for you. Right. Yeah, I don't norm- I don't normally say thank you pandemic often, but I feel like you've been blessed with this. It is. It's been I've been this, very lucky. Like, <laughs> and- <laughs> I think a lot of indoor kids have been blessed that way if people have but also outdoor kids have been able to do it. It's just that some activities have been limited. Well, not yeah, not sure. in New York. They took they took all when when they told everyone to stay inside at the beginning of all this. 
and people were still playing basketball, they went around to all city parks and took all the rims out so yeah. people could not play basketball. So. They did that here too. <laughs> well, the That's uh, why we can't have nice things. Yeah, I did uh, just find this spot. Uh, I googled it, which we talked about earlier. It's very easy to do. The uh, custom one six <laughs> scale Pee Wee Herman. Oh, talking yeah, 112. Yeah. She said that was a custom job. 112. Oh, 112. One six 112. is half scale, and that's like Barbie. Uh, okay, okay. Can't do it. Gotcha. Can't do it. Well, I tried. Uh, I'm, I was trying I'm to help. I don't want to leave that much to chance. I'm a size queen, okay? Yeah. It's got to be yeah. the right Ooh. scale. It has to make sense. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When I, you know. Who needs that when you can get, get the actual one on your own? There he yeah. is. There you go. That's, that's life size, though. This is like, yeah. yeah, this is exactly how tall Paul Rubens is. Yeah. I love that. Anyway, oh, Pee Wee Herman. That is just my humble, my humble brag of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> you know, we've all got our toys. Yeah. Look, here's mine. <laughs> uh, and if you and if you don't understand what's going on, uh, join our Patreon. That's that's yeah. where you can see exactly. the video of this and, and see what we're doing. I just had my tits out, so you got to join the Patreon if you want to see them. <laughs> if you'd like to said, complain about Sarah's tits, let us know at three four seven four seven zero eight one five zero. Just yeah, terrible. You said get your toys out. <laughs> <laughs> right or wrong, fair is fair. <laughs> Billy Jean. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we are coming towards the end here, so to speak. Uh, that's gross. Um, do you have any uh, plugs that you would? I mean, I, I plug stuff in the beginning, but if you have anything else you want to like. Yeah, I mean, my new podcast um, is called The Schaefer Shakedown. Any day now, it's going to be officially launched. We're having a delay with one of the platforms, Apple. Thanks a lot. They're, they're screwed um, up right now. Apple. Yeah, big time. Yeah, and they're delayed for some reason. And so I don't want to fully launch until I'm on all the major places. Um <laughs> And it's me talking a lot about my hobbies and opinions about the, those things, but in a really no holds barred, in your face <laughs> kind of way. So Sunday, Sunday, I'm turning Sunday. My chair, I'm turning my chair around. I'm turning my chair around, and I'm sitting backwards. Yeah, I have to put a hat on there and go yeah. back and get ready. All right, I'm yeah. ready. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just turned into a on a miniature scale. Who's doing it? I want Let's one talk. six, not one twelve. Let's wrap. No, the other way. Yeah. Let's wrap. One on one here. If yeah. you're looking for blue tableaus, you can come to my way if you like. What is tableau? But what, what is? I don't get the reference. Tableau is like it, when you set up it's a just scene. A, it's a, it's a, and, fr it's a French word for a certain kind of painting. Yeah, it's like a. a okay. A, okay. You know, you look at a scene and everything's like frozen in time, kind of like a just a a scene, is what I would call it. I don't gotcha. know. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I was just. I was. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't uh, coin the phrase tableau. I thought I did. It turns out I was wrong. I, graphic, I think the game tableau is amazing. I think the game, ta mm. the game tableau is amazing. It's a graphic description or the, representation. Uh, there you go. The, the only problem is if you leave that tableau up that's dirty like that, I also have uh, nephews that have gone into that room and been horrified by 
you know, sometimes there's a Groucho Marx in there, and he's 69 and uh, he's Lucille Ball. For, Groucho Marx is known for 69, and I don't know if you guys know that, but <laughs> yeah, he's, that was like his whole thing. He, that was his thing. That's why he got him in trouble. 70 in, 71 in, 72 in, 73 in. Ebly. Um, all right. Uh, we are a part of the Last Podcast Network. Check them out, lastpodcastnetwork.com for all their great shows. Uh, we have a Patreon, uh, as someone said, patreon.com slash Danny Mike with the and spelled out. Uh, you can find Danny at DTamborelli on the Twits. Stop shaking your head, please. And on the Instagrams at D- Danny Tamborelli. Uh, Michael C is at Michael C. Morono on the Twitter. He will gladly speak to you on that platform in a civil, calm form, <laughs> uh, if possible. And uh, my name is Jeremy. Uh, I'm at Jeremy Balin Stay on the Instagram. Check out my other podcast called Going Dork about oddities. And uh, our last one was about UFOs in America. So, yeah. Yeah, he probably should listen to it. Uh, just saying. Uh, and I, they're, here. they're here. Yeah, they're coming. I'm telling you, in the next month, they're going to make an announcement. We have Alien Life. Um, quote me on this right now. It's it's say it's May first. So by June first, the government's going to tell us that they've found wreckage back in the 40s. I'm just and, and bodies. I'm I'm putting it out there. So wow. One month about mandate. UFOs. <clears throat> yeah, one All month right. in our it's entire just what life. I, it's just what we need right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you could just pivot to if, UFO dollhouses. If sports yeah. aren't a distraction for you enough, it's politics bacon. aren't a distraction yeah. for you enough, mm-hmm. it's we the got bacon aliens bits. next. Yep. Bacon bits on top of the shitty salad oh. of 2021. I would love to have a UFO dollhouse. I'm just saying. Fully working inside lights. Maybe water. I don't know. Well, I don't know if they even have water aliens, but we'll figure that out. Yeah. Anyway, I'm rambling. Um, Thank you so much, Sarah. That was so much fun. Thank you, guys. Talking yeah. dollhouses. So and, yeah. Anytime. Really yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll. Uh, like I'm going we to send, I'm gonna have yeah. to send you a picture of the next tableau I make. Yeah, and please send it do. To you, Sarah. Just, I love that. I'd like you to, <laughs> to just take a look at the dollhouse, see, see what's what. I'd hope you know, Oh, yeah. My son and I make them with renovations. Legos. Yeah, yeah. We'll make one with Legos yeah. and we'll put it We'll put it up for you. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks, Sarah. Bye. Bye. The Adventures of Danny and Mike stars Danny Tamborelli and Michael C. Maruna. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Baylor. This podcast is part of the Last Podcast Network, which can be found at lastpodcastnetwork.com. Make sure to check that out for a ton of great shows. For more information on the guys, visit our website at dannyandmike.com. Also look us up on Twitter at Danny and Mike with the N spelled out and on Facebook at facebook.com slash the adventures of Danny and Mike. Thanks for listening. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Beyond the Grave.